This is Cultivating Indigenous Voices from KXCI Tucson, hosted and produced by Tina Andrew. Today I'm in the studio with rap duo Los Indios to talk about their latest album and their musical journey. Thanks for coming into the studio, guys. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us. Um, my name is Tayomni. Uh, I also go by the name Puma Child, and this is my brother right here. Uh, Cheta Indigenakas. My name is Cheta. I also go by Aki Wenzi. We are from originally a small village called Shirai in Northern California, but we moved here to Chukchong when... Let's see, I was about like eight, so I, I think 2010. Five. I just turned five, yeah, it was yeah. 2010. But we are Anishinaabe, Ojibwe, and Oglala Lakota primarily, amongst mm-hmm. many other things. We're mutts. <laughs> as, as we all are. <laughs> yeah, as most but of us But those are, are the cultures that we are primarily raised mm-hmm. with. How did you guys come up with your rap name? Our grandma, I love this person so much. She's kind of our, like, our second parent growing up, but... Every single grandchild of hers, like right as soon as they popped out of the womb, she like, she she made sure to grab them and feel their like energy, and then she would give them a mm. name that like somehow has like <laughs> followed us through our whole livelihoods. Yeah. And wow. Always made sense. And both of us, her name for me, it was it, it was like signified by an owl. So like the animal was owl, but main thing she was feeling was like elder that was the the word that came to mind and mm-hmm. aki wenzi is actually it, it translates to or it's old man in anishinaabe moen okay um, uh we're ojibwe but translated to like directly to english it's not just like old man it's not just an age but mm-hmm. it's uh it actually means caretaker of the earth but Dang. aki wenzi that's old man <laughs> so, been resonating with me a whole lot recently so i wanted to hold on close to it this is where i'm coming from this is who i am you yep. get down back to the roots absolutely like, literally like Amazing. seconds after i came into existence that was the name i was given so <laughs> yeah no and, and same, same yeah, situation no, li- literally same thing she named me puma child yeah same thing getting back to the roots it just it's a name that holds a lot of like significance and I, to me i feel like helps me you know remember where i came from and mm-hmm. all the people that i came from and that's super tied to the stories that we try to tell in our music, too. Mm. Wow, mm. deeply rooted stuff right there. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, So when did the idea come about of being a rap duo, and how do you think your upbringing has shaped your lyrical content? I think, well, we started making music together our, our entire lives. Our dad was a musician, yeah. so from the time we, you know, we, we came here, we, since we were babies, we were, you know, hitting on drums, playing guitar, singing with our dad, and, um, like traditional music, but then also like the music he would sing. Um, he still plays music to this day. He's, his name is uh, Goodshield Aguilar, incredible musician. And yeah, no, it kind of just formed pretty naturally. Like we always loved making music together and it just started with us, you know, kind of having fun yeah. and connecting, you know, as human beings. He come over, we recorded our whole EP, Born Again Savage, in our living room, just vibing, having fun. and. Our upbringing and the lyrical content, I think, like, there's just such an importance that I feel in, you know, telling our stories, especially, like, the upbringing we had. It was a lot of things, you know, like, we were both super, super blessed to have the incredible, you know, mother that we had. Throughout everything, you know, we, my mom was primarily, like, a single mom for most of our lives. We were, you know, going house to house, moved around a lot. There was a lot of, you know, inconsistencies and struggles Mm -hmm. that came with that, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, like, a lot of here, a lot of there. So we lived, you know, that like 
that experience of, you know, being poor, you know, struggling with disconnection, trying to reconnect, you know, all those things and all the struggles that come with that intergenerational trauma, the way that played out in our families and our own relationships, you know, like there's a lot of a lot of baggage there for sure. But like hand in hand with that, we were super, super blessed to have both of our parents that like both of our parents were super passionate in spite of whatever, you know, like relational like complexities or traumas that exist there. They cared about keeping our culture alive. And I think with that, you know, we grew up going to ceremony. We grew up, you know, hearing our stories, hearing our language, like all of those things. Um, and so with that, I feel like we kind of got like a pretty cool story, you know, yeah. of like a foot in <laughs> Back a foot forth. in this world, a foot in this world, you know. And and I feel like, yeah, the only way for me to like make authentic, good music is to just tell, tell those tell those stories. Tell them stories. Yeah. This Los Indios, we had a, actually a couple names. That's fairly recent. Yeah. Like Los Indios as the duo. Um, we were like thinking we were like coming up with names, but yeah. we, we couldn't <laughs> find like the good one. We were going for like Badland Brothers at a point in time. But but no, what Los Indios really resonated because like we we're just thinking like what what is our message? What are we trying to put across? You know, we're thinking like colonial days uh -huh. right like colonizers uh -huh. coming in los indios you know like yep. the indians like, are coming they're coming they're coming and we are Watch out. we are we coming and, and, <laughs> and we're in a different way now you know and like mm -hmm. going back to the upbringing you know like um we grew up in a very like activist focused household mm -hmm. we were educated we our mom made sure we knew what was going on mm -hmm. in, in not only our communities but like the world you know like global yeah, and like yeah, from yeah, like yeah. way back way back you know like the history into why things are here now what generational trauma yes. is why it came mm -hmm. to us and why we are holding the the burdens that we have been forced to hold you know mm -hmm. like we shouldn't yeah. be, we shouldn't hold them mm -hmm. but we have to to heal to mm -hmm. heal um yep. but with our whole upbringing um right now especially I, I personally i mean it's been like the last year i'm 18 by the way Last year has been a really, really crucial eye-opening year for me and my personal growth and my, like, what do I want to do with my life? And mm. how do I want to yeah. grow, you know? And and the b biggest part there is grow and growing with the change of life, you know? Yeah, the experiences that we've been given and, like, the mm -hmm. communities that we've been given. I mean, speaking mm -hmm. from my own mm -hmm. experience, mm -hmm. like, I've been brought up in this beautiful communicative like understanding and supportive community but at a time i couldn't even see that you know mm. but it, it took me going back to like why am i feeling this way and like back to like childhood trauma you know yeah. and once i started like bringing all that up and talking and like mm -hmm. being and embracing my community and allowing my community to embrace me mm. then i really got my message and and what i want to bring to the table and then i bring that to every single literally every single bar in in my um in my lyrics i i want to make a point i'm glad that you shared that about where and how your upbringing has shaped who you are as an individual but also who you are as a rapper as an artist uh what was the purpose or the intent with the ep album los indios mm. born <laughs> again savage yeah. i feel like that's something at least i'll speak for myself i didn't realize until after it came out 
And then after I started, like, you know, we got, like, all the responses, you know, relatives, so many people that we didn't even, like, know, you know, just saying how, how it affected them and, like, how much they're, they're bopping it, you know, like, across Indian country. And, like, I realized that, like, it just started with us, you know, going to my house, setting the mic up in my living room, and then just vibing. Yeah. Like, having fun, like, hey, like, this is something I, I wrote, I've had for a while, and I want to just, like, spit it. And I think with that, personally a huge purpose that I found in it was kind of like all the stuff that we've been talking about, like finding like the name Los Indios, even for example, you know, at the moment we were just kind of like trying to think of names, like what sounds cool, like, (laughs) you know, but then like afterwards and like talking about it now, it's like the reason we make music is to like let people know to vividly tell our stories. This is our message. Yeah. Yeah. As individuals, but as indigenous people, you know, and like, Los Indios, like the Indians are coming. Like we want, we want people to hear that message and yeah. to feel that and to like, you know, vividly, unapologetically, like represent who we are as individuals, but like on a larger scale for our culture, for our people. That's why the exclamation points there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, th- so that's that's kind of what it what it represents for me. Yeah. Who were your musical influences growing up? That's a hard... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, music has been part of... I mean, music is part of everybody's lives, but, like, for us growing up in a musician, like, household, you know? Like, it it wasn't only rap and hip-hop. Like, and personally, like... I like making like R&B and soul like way mm-hmm. better. I'm I like I love nice. singing. I'm a singer, you know. Old school hip hop like our he was talking about it. Tammy was talking about it. Um like our our stepdad was really for me personally was was my like the person who t- turned me on to hip hop a lot. Mm-hmm. Soul, hip hop and rock have been yeah. some of the backbones that have allowed cuz yeah, I mean I'm a drummer like heavy metal indie like lit- nice. like the whole shebang mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. love it i love it all like i'm nope, not even mm-hmm. name dropping right now because like i don't even know who i should be <laughs> talking about. want me to start name dropping please <laughs> please i can't Look, think right this now. is tyomni off top lauren hill my mom put yes! in bed with Ooh, the miseducation album. of lauren hill um i'd say she's definitely one of my primary influences um i grew up on a lot of of course, like Rock, Nirvana, White Stripes, uh, Redbone was a huge one as well. Um, and I would say, like, personally, in this day and age, like, Tupac, Kendrick Lamar, Most Def, absolutely, MF Doom, of course, Wu-Tang Clan, Method Man. The list goes on. <laughs> the list goes on. <laughs> yeah. But I'd, I'd say those are my, my primary ones. And oh, Outcast, Outcast, especially with oh. this project. Um, mm-hmm. I, I made uh, a lot of the beats. And um, yeah, I'd say like Outcast, especially, has, has been like influencing like the sound and uh, yeah, just the flows, you know, mm-hmm. a, lot of, a lot of those things. Mm-hmm. I think Outcast really did a lot for hip hop as a whole and shaping yeah. the sounds and the rhythms, you know, the mm-hmm. groove. Um, but yeah, so many influences. So many influences. <laughs> awesome. Thank you yeah. so much for sharing that. So going back to the album, you know, I, I listened to it. And I love the whole thing. Like, yeah. um, but I was really impressed and I was just really like, man, these guys, they're dropping some knowledge. They're representing so well. Your lyrics speak, tell stories of struggles, of pain and of love. Mm, you know, yeah, that's yeah, like, yeah. I love that. Let's talk that's, a little bit about the love. Yes. Yeah. That's my, that's, this is Chaitan. 
on. This is that's my that's my jam. Or actually, like one of the songs that we're that we're working on right now off of this new album is just called Love. Currently, and currently, oh, yeah. Okay. Currently. Yeah, I mean, so love. <laughs> Let's talk about love. <laughs> so growing up, growing up, I mean, there was sure we didn't have like a lot, but the mm. biggest thing that we held in our family was love and the ability to feel loved and our mom really for me personally taught me that you know one thing i really really appreciate of her is like growing up learning our traditions and, and teachings she blended our actual like uh indigenous teachings with actual like biological like scientific research that is like like facts, like yeah. like Western quote unquote facts, you mm -hmm. know, when compared to like, you know, like our people's actual like teachings. As we shared, like growing up with a, a single mom, having love in the household was huge. And as like we were raised as like three brothers, it was me and us three. And and the big part for me is learning how to love with um, masculine presenting folks. Mm -hmm. it, now, like that took me to the edges of vulnerability and trusting myself and trusting people enough to feel affection again from masculine presenting yeah, people because yeah, yeah. it was like a lot of violence growing up and even in our communities you know but to to keep in mind that like the love is the thing that like holds the people together like um on like songs like purple and blue and like piece of your love i love piece of your love so much that's probably one of my favorites off of the album but what we're really trying to like push is like vulnerability and like the diminishing of toxic masculinity and like being vulnerable with your sweetheart and like you're a partner, you know, it's not like and then there's different types of love, you know, like it's us like sharing love for ourselves, for like um, people in romantic relationships. But but mostly it's just like everything, you know, like mm -hmm. yeah. holding love for like the flowers and trees mm -hmm. yes. and like the, the earth, like yeah. parents, yeah, yeah, relations, yeah. friends. Um, yeah. All, all that. All that. <laughs> this is a uh, this is timely to me and the kind of like frameworks. I mean, it's always hard to, you know, like put traditional frameworks into English I feel like because the language is like yeah. not built to hold all that depth and all that meaning and I feel yeah. like especially the word Facts. love you know it has like all these biases like everyone has an idea of what like love is um and to me and like the way my culture has kind of like integrated like the idea of love like it's an it's an action it's like a song that is sung it's the force that kind of brings things together that binds the universe yes. together the reason the sun dances with the earth and the moon to create this plane you know like all, all that stuff but then also like going back to the music and the messaging and like kind of the goals like when i write especially like on a couple of the songs like we have a song called peace of your love where to me like the verse that i had on there and then the chorus that i had um it was kind of like dissecting some of those like ideas for me and i think when it comes down to like healing and especially like healing generational trauma, um, which was a really big theme on the last project and it's gonna be a bigger theme on this, this next album. <laughs> um, but uh, when it comes down to it, like I don't know how many native people are out there, but when you're in ceremony, when I'm in ceremony, I should say to me, or even like having a conversation, going to therapy, like whatever medicine means to you, whatever mm -hmm. that space of medicine looks like inside of your life, the process of healing, to me is a process of just remembering love you know like like what you were talking about like mm -hmm. you know 
I love my dad so much and we are we have a really good relationship now and it's just getting better and we're both growing as humans but there's trauma there and to me like as I started to work through that and I, I hold talking circles for young men and masculine identified people for a living so this is kind of like that, it, it became like <laughs> yeah. my life's work yes. you know but but like to me it's it's just a process of like okay let's let me sit with my body there's this trauma listen to the trauma it's hurt why is it hurting who's hurting yeah yeah who's hurting and then like it's oh because you know my dad da 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 and then it's like what do i do with that and then it's just like oh i was missing like this type of presence or this type of connection which that connection whether it's like i needed somebody to talk to i needed someone to be physically present with me i needed somebody to you know this this and that it's always some form of love it's always some like practice of love that was missing inside of my life so to me that's like the force and whatever word you have for that love like that 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 like love will take many many different forms and it'll be different for everybody but it's always just like healing that intergenerational trauma just remembering the love and then like practicing it and implementing it inside of life so yeah. <laughs> this is kind of a long answer, but. Thank you so much for, yeah. you know, going explaining more of that in depth and how you're able to integrate it in the music that you all make. So you talked about what you're currently working on. Mm. What separates you both from other artists, rappers, mm. music? Mm. What do you think separates you two? This is Chaitan. Um, I feel like the biggest part is the messaging. A lot of people, you know, like there can be some like really phenomenal rappers, mm -hmm. but then they're not really talking about something, you know, mm -hmm. and like that's OK, you know, and, and like it depends on like like how you're feeling and what you're like. Let's just have some fun. Let's make a song just to have some fun, you know, mm -hmm. um, but especially in the rap community, there's a lot of very harmful ideologies that are being spread, like whether it's like misogyny or like capitalism like straight up you know like just flex flex this this that but for us and speaking more so for myself it's really just like going back to like my slam poetry roots right it's poetry like what you are talking about is a message it's your your feeling yeah for me like music is you being vulnerable and expressing your just energy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is Tayomni. To me, um, I feel like I, I hear a lot of people say that, you know, hip hop is like gone downhill, you know, it's just like all pop and commercial now and like that's that's what most rappers are. And I think that's true, but I also think hip hop is more diverse mm -hmm. and has more people spitting like messages, mm -hmm. yes. you know, like what's advertised, what's promoted, mm -hmm. you know, is is unfortunately all the misogynistic, patriarchal, you know, like homophobic, you yeah. know, da 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 da, you know. Just got to dig like, a it, bit. Go, it goes on. <laughs> <laughs> but I think there's more people like, you know, spitting their truths than ever now, which is beautiful. I think mm. this says a lot to like this time that we're in right now, just in the world. It, it's, it's funny, it's kind of like reverses a little bit, but I try to, as much as I possibly can in like a good way, not try to be, exist as like an individual in my music. Like, I'm not necessarily different, but what makes me and our music different is, like, we try to embody and honor our communities and our influences, you know, and our people. All of these pieces of, 
like messaging or like wisdom or you know like whatever people might like call it the, all those things are things that like my elders told me or Facts. all those things are things my uncles told me or my mama told Facts. me you know and Facts. i think w- what makes us different in that way is the amount of effort that we put in into like honoring that makes us different the things that we have learned sharing the knowledge that we have been given from just our lives and like from the hardships grabbing the lessons that come with the hardships and growing rather than just holding it onto it and like this is eating at me but but there's the you know that phrase like forgive but don't forget like some folks i don't know some folks view it corny but like it's real you know Mm -hmm. like to to grow you you can't just like leave it in the past and just like forget about it just lock it up because it's gonna like Mm -hmm. pick the lock and then eat at you when you're just like oh what what is that you know but instead like bring it back up you know forgive in the way like like talking about like childhood traumas what was missing here and then you literally can give back to that hurt child what they were lacking you know wow that's that's amazing you know mic drop (laughs) for the both of you the way that you're able to embrace the emotions, just all of that, the the history, um, the music itself as individuals, but as community members, it's amazing. And thank you both so much for the work that you all are doing and the messaging that you're putting out there and how you're able to represent Indian country and talk hey, about those man. openly and unapologetically mm. and without any shame. That's that's a lot. That's, that's amazing and I appreciate you both for being able to share that with the masses. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So um, as we're getting closer to the end of the interview, uh, what message do you wish to send to any artists out there, mm. young artists who come from a similar background as yours? Yeah, oh, yeah. this is Chetan. Be yourself. <laughs> yeah. Be yourself. <laughs> But really, like when it comes down to it, if you want to make music, you know, like I've been touching on this a lot, you know, like it's your poetry. This is your message. You know, what do you want to say and how do you want to say it from like the cadence of your lyrics to like the beat? I've noticed like like a gentle beat could even be for some of the harshest stuff that you're about to say. It's really just like, what do you want to portray? And, And really, it's like like words can can get out. And people can understand the words that you're saying, but mostly it's for you, you know, like don't try to conform to other people's standards of what music should be. And and mostly just like, what is the message that you're trying to portray, you know, and and for me and for us, right, to all of native country, like this is like our message. And these are feelings that so many people have dealt with. And it's like that connection piece. But then there's the individuality to it, you know, like even if you have like full clarity of the song, my individual message that I that I wanted to to send out, you know, like that message that I wanted to send out might be there, but then this song might hold even more significance to me, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think to build off that, this is Taomni. I think there's two main things. One, like for me, music is a lot of things to me. It's mainly like a form of expression, right? And the only way I can truly do that is if my I speak my full truth as vividly as I possibly can um, and I think also like to all my perfectionists out there 
the only time <laughs> that song will ever fulfill and you'll be like okay like this is it is if you're really saying what you're trying to say really convey no matter what it sounds like no matter whatever imperfections you know as long as you're speaking your truth to me at least that's like the most powerful satisfying and like ultimately like that's what's gonna touch other people's hearts and then Facts. i think on that note as well like specifically to to um, my natives out there and i think like for hip-hop especially and like in the, in this day and time i think bringing it back to that root that value that we have as indigenous people and the value that's to in for my own opinion and perspective what sparked the flame of hip-hop was like doing it for your people like when you're doing a show and like the community's all there everyone's going through so much stuff right but you could be there you could feel that energy it's you know the people coming together to share our stories share our songs and to me like that value is huge inside of hip-hop it's what to me is like spark the flame and then also like for indigenous people so to like sum all that up like do it for your people <laughs> yeah thank you all right one last question as we wrap up the interview do the two of you have any last thoughts comments or even shout outs that you would like to share Shouts out my mama. Shouts out my mama. Shouts out Ina. We love Shouts you. Shouts out to Nicole. Shouts out Nicole. Baba. Timo. Timo. Timo Padilla. All the siblings. <laughs> the whole family. Anishinaabe yeah. Nation. Lakota. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I am so proud of this project. I like. I have been. It's been like writing on my phone or like in my my poetry book okay here let me write this oh that's pretty good you know and then close it and never you know look at it again and then but i really got to be able to not only write but i got to like record and then like produce and then put it out there for people to listen to yeah. and like it's been a whole process in the 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 and i get to do that with my brother you know and like Tiamni, mm -hmm. like growing up, yeah, <laughs> growing up, Tiamni's actually been like one of my hugest like musical influences. The beat making, the the lyrics, then then. But the main thing for me is like what I didn't see is like a message that like mirrored mine in in a way. You know, I like mm. one, we're brothers. Two, <laughs> not only like native rappers, but native rappers with like that message that they want to put, put across and like I've been putting that into my poetry but actually being able to put that into my music you know like sit down and do a project in in the middle <laughs> of his living room <laughs> and, and we did it and we got it and and yeah. I wasn't even expecting it to like oh, wow. I don't know like or like you know people listen to music but like mm -hmm. but there's like radio stations playing our music what there's like people in France that are being turned on to it because our uncle over there and like like there's there is like a lot that are going on being offered shows mm -hmm. and stuff but but yeah just like like this is art that i have been waiting to put out for like so long and i finally get to do it Ooh. and then all of the support that backed it up not only from us too but and not only our family because like of course our family is going to love it but literally everybody like old like hip-hop heads that like are so crucial with their music are like given so much praise and that, that, <laughs> that, for that me, for, <laughs> oh my god we're getting like that was cool it's wild it's yeah, yeah, wild yeah. i absolutely appreciate you both taking the time to come and uh share with everybody listening in yeah chimigwitch thank you thank you thank you
You are listening to Cultivating Indigenous Voices, featuring hip-hop duo Los Indios, hosted and produced by Tina Andrew. To hear more episodes, go to kxci.org.